guys, and welcome to Roman Go Lightly, a podcast for creative adventures. Listen, you and I have a lot in common. Like you, I am a working person and I have real world responsibilities. But despite living that nine to five grind, I still want to live that adventurous creative lifestyle we all crave. So how can we do that? Well, that's why I'm here. Roman Go Lightly is a podcast and blog that believes in local adventure and everyday creativity. Because listen, adventure doesn't require a plane ticket and creativity is beckoning and it's for everyone, even us working people. Join me each week as I pick the brains of some of the coolest makers and seekers out there to find out in what small ways we can infuse their practices for inspiration and adventure into our daily working lives. You in? Let's do this. for all the nice things that you've said about our first episode and the website. I don't know what I imagined when I launched this thing, but I I can't even have fathomed all the nice things that you guys have sent my way. It just reiterates um, our mission for local adventure and everyday creativity for working people and how important that actually is. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I could go on and on and on with gratitude. Today's episode, we um, are going to be chatting with Kristen Blinton of Hello America. If you haven't heard of Hello America, it is a duo, um, really a project, um, in which Kristen and her boyfriend, Matt, uh, set out on the American Trail, um, and they basically only have used analog photography to document their travels. So, super rad, right? Their photography is super vintage super cool, um, and it really, really, really showcases the art of analog. And I love, love, love following them on social media, but they also have a huge second component of what they do about working with brands and helping their story come to life using analog photography, being outdoors, really seeing the earth as it is. So um, I hope you're ready to hit the trails with Kristen. She's a super cool girl. And um, here we go. Cool. Okay. Well, hi, Kristen. Hi. Oh my gosh. Um, thank you so much for doing this. I'm so excited to talk. Yeah, we're, we're super excited. Thank you for reaching out. Of course. So, um, I, I just wanted to like pick you, your brain. I don't know if Matt's there. I know that you sort of wanted to lead the whole thing, but, um, yeah, I'm so excited to talk and get to know more about you and your life on the road. Well, I'm really stoked you're excited about it. It'll be fun. (laughs) Cool. All right. So um, let's get into it, shall we? Um, How would you describe Hello America in your own words? Um, So Hello America started out as a passion project. It was very simply a desire to travel America, living as simple as possible, documenting it on film and creating a book. So what we did was um, we... You know, started a Kickstarter, we were successfully funded, and then went on our trip, and after, we, uh, we like, picked up some sponsorships along the way with companies that we really enjoyed, and now it has kind of turned into this whole other entity, which is a storytelling platform for brands and collaborators. So now we work with um, companies that we really love bringing 
their gear out into the wild and telling our story with it um, while still shooting film and still living as simple as we can. Perfect. And you guys are truly living out on the road. Um, So how did your trip across America come to be? So it was something that I had wanted to do, like a lot of young people, um, after I read Into the Wild when I was 15. um, I'd also read Kerouac's On the Road and a lot of the beat writers, and I had wanted to travel um, and never had. I had only ever been to... You know, before, after, even after this trip, we've been to Iceland together uh, as fellow America, but I'd only been to Puerto Rico for my mom's reunion and to Canada for spring break once. So I'd never really done much traveling. Um, The desire was there. There was an itch that I just couldn't get rid of. And I transferred college quite a few times, just bouncing around, you know, the United States, looking this whole time for someone to go on this adventure with me, um, had great friends, but it just never, never really worked out. And so the, the desire had been there from a very, very, very early age. Um, but it wasn't until I mentioned it to Matt that it actually happened three months later. So you were the visionary and he was the planner. Very much so. That is our dynamic for certain Um, I am the dreamer on most occasions, and he is very much the the, um, footsteps to get us there and the planning and the working towards having an actual route and the logistics of what, you know, living on the road for four and a half months actually looks like. (laughs) Sounds like you guys are like a good couple then. You've got a dreamer and you got the doer. Yeah, I like our dynamic. Um. It's, it's been good for us. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I love that you mentioned like the beat writers with On the Road and In the Wild. Those are like two big inspirations for me, too. Um, so uh, do you think traveling, uh, c- traveling America came around before your love for analog photography? And how did you get into analog photography? Well, so I think they were they're very much simultaneous. Um, I had then so basically analog photography started for me because I was a um, intern at Taste Magazine my senior year of college and so I was an editorial intern and I was writing for them studying writing in school and it kind of got to the point where we you know we'd see all these shows and we'd be writing live reviews and I just started taking my film camera with me which Subsequently, it's kind of funny, Matt, a few years, about two years before that, had taught me how to use a film camera, and we were just friends at this time. Um, We had met one summer when I came home to work between my freshman and sophomore year of college, and he got his dad's, I think it was a Minolta, and he kind of just showed me how to use it, and so I kind of (laughs) was very bad at first, and... um, you know, one day Pace was like, we need you to cover the show. And I didn't, I couldn't afford a digital camera. I just had my phone camera and I started shooting bands, um, moved into doing day in the life pieces for them and then moved to New York city to finish my degree in writing, transferred schools again for like the eighth time and started, um, going to music festivals, uh, shooting bands more often and traveling in and out of New York, 
growing up to New England, um, coming back down south to Florida, and just bringing my camera with me everywhere I went, doing a lot of documentation of, you know, my friends in that time period, as well as the subjects that I was being paid to go shoot. So they, they really did come hand in hand. One kind of lent itself to the other, and it allowed me, both allowed me to grow in ways that I never thought in talent and in you know, comfortability in ways that I never thought I could. That's amazing. I feel like that's such a rock and roll sort of lifestyle, you know, going along with with bands and documenting their day-to-day life and then, you know, yeah. taking it on your own. Sounds so rad. It was really, it's really fun. I, I still do that um, here and there. And it's something I'm very passionate about. Totally. Okay, so you definitely have had like a glimpse into America at large with your adventures with Matt on the road. So, um, what what about the American road and that sort of rock and roll lifestyle inspires you to this day, even if you're not necessarily out on the road every single day? Um, yeah. So the landscape and the people are the two things that keep us going. I mean, we've met some of the most unique and well, good-hearted people I've ever found um, by just living very simply on the road and from traveling from place to place. I mean, social media has played a huge part in our meeting of these people, um, which is you know, a very interesting dichotomy um, with shooting analog, but then also showing your images on the internet. But, you know, through it, we, we met people and we highlined and California and we slept on a 60 year old woman's houseboat for a few we loved her she was a new friend's mother and told us you got to go to Washington and sleep on this my mom's houseboat and met these little girls and her their mother lost um, their house in a fire and took the insurance money to go to Alaska we met them in Maine and Acadia National Park so it's just like the the road has provided you know contact with people that we would have never had the joy of meeting before and having our lives enriched by them and then at the same time it's the landscape I mean nothing is nothing will take you to another dimension than seeing you know the rivers and the the mountains and the desert of America it's the landscape is so dramatic and it changes so much that it's hard to believe this is just our one and it's something that is you know it's it never gets old it's not muted it's not mundane I mean every we're going back to Moab this weekend for like the eighth time and every time we go I mean it still takes you away like you just can't devour enough of it the landscape is in our country is kind of it's kind of amazing, right? It's so adaptive depending on where you are. I constantly feel like um our like our following for the blog is so so multifaceted. Most of them are in America and um we sort of when we launched the website again in the spring with the podcast, we're sharing like basically resources for them to have adventures in their own town. And a lot of times I feel like I sort of have to remind people, like, we're in America. Like, your landscape is so different from a person on the other corner of our continent. But, yeah, you totally said it right. Every single time you go somewhere is so different. Okay, cool. Um, So with this sort of stuff in mind, um, is there – could you list, like, three of the places you've explored together that – 
you um, feel most inspired by or a place you would, the three places you would want to go back to? It's funny. Matt and I were just talking about this the other day. We were driving. Um, we're in Colorado right now, and we were coming back from Telluride, and we were saying that first off, Joshua Tree, it's, it was where Matt was born, and he hadn't been back until we did this trip. He was 24 when he went back, my first time seeing it the mysticism of that place and the folklore around it and the music and, and the beauty. I mean, the vast and diverse beauty within that national park um, is my number one, certainly. Um, we also really love Moab. I just talked about it, but I mean, there's so many hikes. There's so many different places that you can go. You can go there a hundred times and still not see everything. Um, Hence, our continuing to go back there. Um, and then also, this is this is kind of funny to say, but after going around and through the entire country, our hometown, which is uh, on the Gulf Coast in Florida, it's one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen and ever been. Um, it's the ocean, and it's where I was born, so I might be biased, but... Um, Definitely the Destin, Florida, Grayton Beach area is also another one of those places. Amazing. Do you think you would have said that um, before leaving to go on this adventure around the world and around the country? I have always been such an advocate of my hometown, but I don't think in an interview I would have ever said, like, you have to go experience this place because it was just... Like, I just thought it was special to me, but after being many, many places in our country, I see that it would be special to anyone. That's so, that's, that's so amazing that you can come around, come, come around like that, especially after being so many beautiful places. Mm-hmm. Um, so with, uh, with all the places you've been, what do you think is the most rewarding part about being on the road and seeing the country? And what do you think is the most challenging part? I mean, I get to wake up every morning in a new place on the dirt in the back of the car to an ocean with my very best friend. And that reward has been enormous, not only because we get to grow in our talent, but we get to grow in our friendship and our love. And we get to create together. And that reward has been more fulfilling than many things in my life, you know, more than my poor parents, more than my degree, more than, you know, like certain like very luxurious trips that I might have taken as a child with my family. And um, the reward really does like exist within the moment of experiencing these places and being able to write about them and take photos of them um the difficulty lies in not like having a proper bathroom or shower those are huge (laughs) they're they're simple but I mean like digging a hole to go to the bathroom isn't the most fun thing but you also learn like you learn what you really do and don't need um challenges of course like it's not easy being five feet from the person you love all day every day um so with that comes patience and compassion. Um, but for the most part, I mean, yeah, there are definitely challenges, but it's 
they're rewarding challenges. And, and they're challenges that we have taken on and knew would be challenges from the beginning. So we haven't been blindsided by many things. Um, you know, it's just been, it's been a really cool growing process in our young 20s life thus far. <laughs> they say to really get to know someone, you should go on a cross-country road trip with them. So I think uh, success on you on both your ends <laughs> for that one. Yeah, we're going on two years now. We um, celebrated our two-year anniversary, and we were on the road um, so after we started dating. So I think I think we're doing pretty good. Um, I'd say so. Yeah, <laughs> I really we still like them a lot. So it's it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's you know relationship goals. <laughs> what helps you yeah. what helps you pull through those hard times when you're you know digging a hole for yourself or you haven't showered in three days what what's the the thing that sort of helps you through those those tough times I mean the majority of the world doesn't have the luxury to be supported by companies and fans and just like people who want to support passion projects like so many people don't have that option. And so to live in a country and in a time that I am afforded that ability, I mean, it's really not hard to put into perspective that what I'm doing is very world and very, very fortunate. Um, I am very aware that that is not, you know, unfortunately, like, there, that is not a struggle for most people like most people are just trying to find clean water and so it's it's a very humbling experience when you are digging a hole because you realize even though I'm digging a hole it is not what like the majority of people are dealing with like I'm totally fine I'm healthy my family is safe I am solid yeah, I feel like that has to be so humanizing to think about that, even in the tough times, to realize like how fortunate you are to be uh -huh. given this this uh, this gift to see the world and to you, exactly like do your passion project and you you guys do it so beautifully and you are so authentic in what you share and um, I know oh, that you. you're welcome. I really I really I think a lot of people look at what you do and see like the honesty and authenticity in it and I think that's something to be really proud of and I know that I'm really fortunate that there are people like you out there who are able to do that for for us who who aspire to that but also who admire that online totally okay um so I know that you've been to Iceland and um I just watched one of your beautiful videos on your website um, about your brand and you mentioned possibly going elsewhere to do hello Iceland or hello Spain or wherever um, are there any places you're dying to explore next oh there are always so many places we want to go um, we really want to do South America I think that especially with our lifestyle I mean Matt is actually a hundred ton boat captain as well as the dive guide he uh, i I've recently gotten my um, Patty dive certification as well. And so kind of being on the water and being um, in that culture is something we'd enjoy. But I mean, everywhere, Southeast Asia, Greenland, we'd love to go there. We'd love to go to the, to the Caribbean. Um, I mean, yeah, 
Good answer. <laughs> uh, what do you look for when you're determining the next adventure? What is it that you uh, you sort of keep on your list, or do you even have a list when you're deciding what's next? Yeah, so a lot of it now, in the beginning, it was just wherever we wanted to go. But now, um, a lot of it has to do with timing, with opportunity, and with luck. Um, we kind of just choose, you know, we're very selective on the clients we work with. So we don't work with clients that we don't previously have previously used in their brand or we'll use their brand, if, you know, we've not heard of them, if they're a smaller company, we'll use their brand and see if it's, you know, true to, like, our lifestyle and our day-to-day. Um, so a lot of times we don't really have, we have our own little just adventures planned of things that we want to go do, and those have no criteria. It's just like, oh, I saw on this person's, like, Instagram, they went here, like, I want to go there, and then we go. Or, you know, whatever, I read about this place in this book, and let's go here. Um, but now, you know, we also do a lot of work with brands, so it's kind of what they come to us with, and if we feel like it's a good fit. That sounds like such a such a cool thing to be approached. Hey, do you want to go shoot here or whatever? That sounds so cool. Oh, no, well, just the craziest, like, last summer we were approached by fairy shoes and they asked us to go diving with a blue whale um so it's like stuff like that that you just kind of <laughs> you get you get really excited about and wow very cool to have someone come up to you and ask you to do that wow that is incredible that's like that's like you know bucket list <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> Um, so do you think that um, travel can be a muse for artists? And do you think that travel is a muse for what you guys do? Without question. Um, anything can be a muse as well. I mean, the, the books we read, the books I've read as a very young person, the films I've seen, the music I listen to, the people I encounter, my family, like, color, sound, I mean, the ocean, like, everything can be amused like it basically if it makes you want to create I think that it has it it is inherently amused and especially for us travel has has been that for sure yeah for real um so is there an art form um since we're talking about art is there an art form outside of analog photography that you're interested in learning? I know that you uh, you wrote and you continue to write, but is there anything outside of writing and photography that you're interested in dabbling in? Yeah, I, Matt is a man of a lot of trades. He plays, he's multi-instrumental, um, plays lots of music, and that's something that eventually I hope to do. He's tried to teach me guitar a few times, and my attention span is incredibly short, so we'll see how it <laughs> actually works out but um I also have a friend she's a very talented musician and we I write poems for her and she puts them to music and we've decided that if we one day have children we'll have this CD of lullabies for them because they all ended up being these like very sickingly sweet southern lullabies of like our memories and life and that sort of thing. So, I mean, music's super intricate and, and a part of how America as well. We're 
we're always listening to something when we're writing um, and shooting. So, yeah, music is definitely a, a big one. You guys would be a real traveling band, man. You could do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, neither of us can sing, so kind of out. <laughs> That's why you got to hope one of your kids is... Uh, is a master singer when they when they come out of the womb, you know. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, done. That's yeah. the goal. Make to make one of those. <laughs> yeah, make that happen somehow, and you guys are you're all set. Um. So, uh, for listeners who work this nine to five real world uh, lifestyle, they can't really necessarily book a trip across the country or. Uh, fly and use their passport anytime soon. What piece of advice would you send their way? Is there, like, in your experience or from your own from your own opinions, do you think that there's a way for working, creative, adventurous types to keep that um, explorative spark that need to travel and explore? How do they keep that alive? For us, we what our like biggest thing is to do what we enjoy. So we have this friend and he's an engineer and he works the nine to five job, but that job allows him to constantly be traveling overseas, to constantly be working on projects of his own, to be taking his motorcycle to Wyoming. Like, I think what you have to do in any situation in life is, do what you love or do something that you like enough that it allows you and provides you the security to do what you love. Um, you know, the financial security for us isn't always there. So there are times that we really do struggle because one month we might have, you know, three bookings and then the next it's silent. And that can be a little bit rough and that could be, you know, just budgeting, trying to figure it out. But the whole time, like, we're still getting to do what we love. And the struggle is also part of what we love. So ultimately, just finding a way to keep yourself excited and enjoying hobbies and enjoying nature, if you like nature, or cities, if you like cities, and, like, working with your friends to come up with plans of camping trips on the three-day weekend or visiting a new part of your city that you've never been to. I think that as long as you're trying to keep, if you have the initiative to keep yourself creative and engaging with the world around you, then I, I think you really have a good opportunity to find a way to do that and to make it work. Totally. And I think you sort of nailed it with what you said before. I think one thing I find myself writing a lot about um, that will be on Roman Gulley's website is about the fact that it's all about perspective. Like adventure really comes down to the the need to find new and exciting things um, in your life. And that doesn't necessarily mean you have to go to Europe. I mean, that means maybe going to a part of town, like you said, that is um, something you haven't seen before or a restaurant or a type of food that you've never experienced before. So you go to a new restaurant in your town. So yeah, totally. I think you, yeah, you totally absolutely. are giving qualified advice. <laughs> 
clothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, let's go on to the the questions I always like to wrap most of our interviews up with. Um, so the first question, and I'm really interested to hear what you have to say about this since you guys have been all over. Uh, what what would your dream day look like? If there are um, endless resources and expenses are limitless, what, what would your day be filled with from morning until your head hits the pillow? Uh, so I don't know if this would be Matt's dream day. I think elements of this may be his dream day. Um, I would say if we woke up, this is like really going for it now, but (laughs) if we woke up on a sailboat in the Mediterranean Sea and we made coffee that morning together and then we dove and swam and snorkeled all day and found our food and then went up on the beach and cooked it and you know got had romantic time and then all of a sudden when the sun was going down you know we had like a fire and every person we've ever loved in our entire life was there and we were just cooking tons of seafood and eating tons and bountiful amounts of fruit and everyone was dancing and there was live music and we stayed up all night and just enjoyed each other's company. That's like the dream. That is the dream. Super cheesy. <laughs> no, that's not cheesy at all. It's that is the dream. <laughs> um, so here's the here's one that I really love too. Um, and this can be a totally off the wall response, or it, you can go deep and meaningful with it, or you can give a combination of both. Um, so here you go. What do you really and truly love? Okay, I'm gonna. I'm usually a sap, and everyone who personally knows me knows just how so cheesy I am. So I'm gonna go the opposite. I'm gonna tell you that I truly, truly love Mexican food, and that is for <laughs> breakfast, lunch, dinner, and every snack in between. Like huevos rancheros for breakfast. Um, we could do some sort of like authentic, like street tacos out of the back of like and abuelas like house that are like 50 cents and then just like tons of like guacamole and like shrimp on like in like burritos and like margaritas and yeah just tons of delicious food all the time (laughs) (laughs) now i'm hungry yeah right All right. Well, this has been so great. Thank you so much for doing this, Kristen. And um, I know Matt's there too, but um, thank you so much. It's been so fun to chat about your your life on the road and just getting to know you and your background a little bit more. So um, for the listeners, is there a project or something that you guys are working on that we should keep an eye out for? Well, first, let me say that we're like so honored and humbled that you even reached out to us. So thank you for doing that. We're always excited to share our story um and our website is helloamericaphotography.com you can see our portfolio and our collaborations there we also have a journal that needs to be updated um, (laughs) but a little bit of like musings from the road and then our only other social media is um instagram and our handle is helloamericaphotography underscore yeah and everyone needs to go check out both both the website and, and the instagram yeah and a project anything that on and that's coming in the works that we should keep an eye out for yes 
we have a ton of stuff that we're talking through right now that we're not allowed to talk about. (laughs) Of course. Hopefully, by the time this goes live, those things will be solidified and we'll have announced them. Um, They're big things for us, way bigger than anything we've ever done. So hopefully those are going to happen. Amazing. Amazing. Well, I'll be in touch and we'll we'll add them to the show notes and we'll link them to your website and make sure they can find all the information that you guys are up to because I'm sure you're up to great things. So uh, you're the best. Well, and we hope to see you on the road at some point. Yeah, if you ever we make it know, around. Like, where you are and maybe we'll just swing by with a pot of coffee. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Well, if you ever swing by uh, central Pennsylvania, I live right outside of Lancaster, PA, which is like a cute little, um, it's very like like artsy sort of central PA. We're right on the edge of like Amish and Mennonite country. So if you're ever interested in going on a Mennonite tour, Amish tour, you know where to find me. <laughs> Perfect. Count us in. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Well, thank you so much, Kristen. This has been great. Yeah, it's been wonderful. Thank you. And there it is. Kristen, thank you so much for chatting. Um, I know we actually had a lot of technology issues with um, everything, but I appreciate her being such a champ. And I love, love, love hearing about her life out there with Matt and total hashtag goals, right? Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, As always, please go to www.romangolightly.com. If you go there, you can look at our show notes. Uh, I have a lot of stuff with Hello America's past work, some of their photos, as well as where you can connect with them on there. And don't forget about Creative Coffee Break. A lot of you guys have um, actually started the mini course, and it's been really, really fun to see what you guys have made um, at your cubicles and at your desk spaces, and I love it. So definitely check it out. It's only on sale for the next couple weeks. Um, at the end of the month, I'm actually going to be taking away the sale price. So get it while it's hot, people. All right, I'm done selling myself. <laughs> um, I'll see you guys next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. I can't believe I just said that. But yeah, see ya.